you have single-handedly changed our family because of mastermind because i felt safe enough and realized with your help realized that it's not just about the picking up of the toys and the back talk and the productive conversation scripts it's not about that it's about healing myself and becoming a better version of myself and showing up and being able to be that way for my entire family I really credit you with doing something that I literally have not been able to do with countless therapists and all the journaling and all the thinking and all the meditating and all the things. It was because of you. So thank you for helping heal what I thought was unhealable. You're listening to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast with Randy Rubenstein. Episode 44, Creating a Happier Household in 2019. Hey, podcast listeners. If you happen to have a strong-willed kid who is kind of pushing every one of your buttons lately, I have a resource for you. I made you guys a free guide where you're going to get some tools and tips and strategies to quickly get on the road to creating a happier household. I know you're pulling your hair out. I wanted to make you something so you could start getting some quick wins and building some momentum. So if you want to grab your copy, just go to mastermindparenting.com forward slash free guide. And I hope you enjoy it. My name is Randy Rubenstein and welcome to the Mastermind Parenting Podcast, where we believe when your thoughts grow, the conversations in your home flow. Well, we are starting a whole new chapter. It is 2019 and I want to talk to you about creating a happier household in 2019. I want to give you some action steps and some thoughts on how to do it. I want to talk about New Year's resolutions. I want to talk about change and transitions and um, and really stepping into some tangible action. As you guys know, uh, these years, time's flying. And I know if you're still in the little kid years, it's like, the days are long, but the years are short. It's just like boom, boom, boom. As we get older, it's hard to remember when you were a kid how long a day could seem because as adults, it's like I blink and I'm like, it's Thursday? It's Friday? Wait, it's the weekend again? What happened to Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday? Like, this is nuts. Just seems like time is moving so much more quickly. I don't know if you guys feel it. So, before you know it, it will be 2020. And what I want to do in this episode is really kind of talk about how to create the year that you want. And I've been doing a certain practice for the last, I think since 2015, I've been doing New Year's resolutions differently. And, um, and it's really more of a manifestation exercise. And it's really amazing when you drop the old way of doing New Year's resolutions and you adopt this new way of manifesting what type of year you want and visualizing it because there is science behind this. When you see something, when you go to a quiet space and you're able to truly see and envision the life that you want, like really see it, 
down to the tiniest details, it's implanted in your brain and you're much more likely to create that reality. And when I look, I just did it. Um, it's now, it's in December, it's December, 2018 right now. And I just looked back at my exercise from the last couple of years and I remember sitting down to write it and it seemed like some of the things I was writing was like nutso. And it's amazing to see how much of it has come to fruition without me. Like I never pull the exercise back out all year long, but it just implants this vision. And then you just subconsciously move towards these goals in little baby steps all year. It's so powerful. So I want to share a little bit about this process with you guys today because I know you're listening to this podcast. Chances are you have a strong-willed child in your life. You want to create a happier household. You know time is of the essence. And this is your year. This is your year to start creating some new patterns and stepping into action. So I want First of all, let's understand, as humans, we resist transitions. We do. That's why our, and our kids are just more honest about it. That's why they don't want to put their shoes on. That's why they don't always want, they don't want to get dressed to go to an activity. They wanted to sign up for baseball, but now it's time to go to baseball practice and they're very busy doing whatever they're doing and they don't want to change. They don't want to transition. They don't want to get go from home to school. They don't want to leave the playground after school to come home. They, you know, they're present in the moment. We resist transition because as humans, we seek the familiar. Our brains seek the familiar because it's like when you drive from, you know, somewhere that, you know, let's say you're driving to your kid's school somewhere that you go all the time and all of a sudden you're there and you're like, okay, that's kind of scary. I don't even remember getting here. You're on autopilot. Well, it's because you've gone so many times, your brain has been programmed, your neural pathways have been programmed with that route. So you don't even have to consciously think about it. It's familiar. You expend less calories doing the familiar. That's why we repeat patterns. And when we alter and change patterns, it's unfamiliar. So we're creating those new neural pathways and it takes more calories and energy to do so. And so whenever there's a new chapter, like a new year, it represents something unfamiliar. You've never been a person in the year 2019 before today. Okay. It's unfamiliar. So writing those dates on, you know, your checks or whatever, when you have to sign things for a little while, you may sign, you may have to cross out the eight or turn the eight into a nine because you're not used to writing that, right? It's unfamiliar. So the unfamiliar and the creating change, this is why we naturally fall off the bandwagon and we fail at New Year's resolutions usually by, you know, 10, 14 days in. We just, we get, we're all gung-ho. <clears throat> Once that momentum dies down, we go back to the neural pathways we know we fall off the bandwagon, we go back to the familiar. So 30 days of consistent action creates a new pattern. I know many of you have heard that. There's, there's long, long scientific evidence why 30 days of consistent action will create change, okay? 
So you can, so you take 30 days of consistent action. You choose whatever that pattern is and it creates change and you have to start, you can't go super big. It has to be in small ways. So let's say, you know, as there's a reason we have a multi-billion dollar diet industry, you know, you want to start, you want to get into better shape or whatever. Pick one thing to start on for those 30 days. Maybe it's cutting out sugar. Maybe it's, um, you know, I would say alter your food before you, uh, before you bring on exercise. If you haven't been an exerciser, if you've already been an exerciser and you, you know, then keep doing that and alter your food. Like do something that's a baby step. This equals a change. Then after those 30 days, you're going to follow up with some accountability combined with community and ongoing support and continuous learning. Like that's the point. That's, that's really honestly how I run my parenting programs. I have like an initial 30 day brain retraining program where we, you know, I'm in your ear for 30 days. It's kind of like pledge ship. And then afterwards, it's all about integration and for integration to make sure that those 30 days of consistent action and that new pattern that you've started to create these kind of new neural pathways where they're not deeply embedded yet. Now, as we integrate and we have some accountability built in, we have community, we have ongoing support and all of those things just help those neural pathways to become more embedded. And then it starts to become like autopilot, like you drive into your kid's school and it's just the way you live your life. And you're like, when did, you know, it's March and spring break and you have a new normal and you're like, Hey, that, how did that happen? Like, it's only, it's only been a couple months and things are different. Right. And, and this is how we create change. So if you think about it, if by March, by spring break, if you can have a decent amount of change going on in your life and a new pattern that's been created, think about what's going to happen a year from now. Like that happier household and frankly, a better life, it really is so within reach because as you know, the beginning of 2018 feels like a minute ago. So the beginning of 2019 is going to be here before you know it. So here's your action step, okay? I want you to sit down with yourself. It's really powerful if you do this with your partner. And you can even incorporate your kids if they're five or older and kind of talk about the new year. And you can kind of say, you know, this is super exciting. You pump them up. Look, there's always a little salesmanship in anything because kids learn when they're having fun when they're curious, and when things are done in a kind of a lighthearted, fun, uh, engaging way. So you might want to sit down and you might say, what, you know, let's talk about what our family's going to look like at this time next year. And they're going to kind of look at you with the cockeyed puppy look. And if you have teenagers, they might roll their eyes and whatever. But you might say, you know, to your littler kids, like, you're going to be in second grade this time next year your shoe size, like what shoe size are you going to wear? Um, and what sport will you be playing? Like what team, you know, what league will you be in? I wonder what books you'll be able to read. Like you can read this. And last year you were just learning how to read. What are you, are you going to already next year be reading? You'll be in, you know, second grade. What, you know, what books do second graders read? 
Like maybe we got to get some of those books just so that you know a year from now you're going to be reading those books. Um, and when you sit down with your partner and you kind of do this, it's really helpful to write. Just because like I just I said at the beginning, it's fun to look back on it later. So even if it's just in the notes section of your phone, like what does your dream look like a year from now? Like think about snapping your fingers and having like those niggly challenges resolved. Really see it. Whatever that thing or those couple of things that constantly stress you out in your day and you're like, if this thing could be fixed, if I could just get them to take a flipping bath without it being a challenge every time, or if I could just have my teenagers do their homework and I don't have to sit there and constantly remind them, if we could just have this technology thing figured out, if we could be um, having family dinners where everyone wasn't complaining about the, all the things that I took the time to make them, like whatever those challenges that just kind of zap you of your energy in the day, I want you to imagine them resolved. Maybe there's some body issues you've got where you're like, okay, if I was this size or if I could do this type of exercise or if I could go into a yoga class and not feel self-conscious, like what would it look like if I was the person doing the headstand? If I was the person that felt comfortable walking into the class in exercise clothes not being self-conscious. Like, what would that look like if that person was me? What if I was a person who did not crave sugar and like didn't drink, you know, didn't didn't look forward to drinking that, if I'm really honest with myself, that bottle of wine a night or, or was a person who absolutely didn't have whatever vice or maybe there's a money thing, you know? What if a year from now, you're planning your dream vacation or you just took your dream vacation and you paid for it no problem because you came into some money or you were able to figure that thing out or you chose to start taking some classes like what I don't know what it is but I want you to dream and to dream what your normal could look like and also like don't fall short have one wildly impossible goal. We call it a wig. Have one wig. Like what's that? Like when I was going to, I was like, I wrote a book and I go and speak about it. That sounded outlandish to me, you guys. Like write that thing down, even if you're like hoping that nobody else is ever going to see it because it feels too audacious to even write it. Write it. See it. Write it. Own it. No one else needs to know. What you want to do with your family is you want to kind of solidify some kind of ritual. And, um, and you know, a really amazing way to do this exercise is through vision boards. So with little kids, you kind of do a little family craft project where y'all could cut out some pictures that, you know, find on the internet or in magazines or whatever and create kind of a family vision board. What do we want our family to look like? Maybe it's that we want, we want to have more fun. We want to have more ice cream, you know, like, and do that together and have that vision board up. If you're doing it with older kids, like everyone can have their own vision boards and there's some amazing apps, vision board apps. I think Hay House has a vision board app where bring the technology in, even though I'm, you know, I'm constantly talking about 
the evils of technology and putting parameters around technology. Meet your teenagers where they are. Everyone download a vision board app. Let's make our individual vision boards. No one has to show it to each other. Let's just have it. Let's see it. Let's own what we want our lives to look like a year from now. And so once you've seen your happier household in life, it just, you know, got to think, is it time to create it? And I'm here to tell you 30 days of consistent action followed up with some accountability, some community, ongoing learning and support. It's the way you create it. It's the way you create it. And a year from now, you will have a different reality. You can absolutely do this for yourself and continue listening to the podcast, seeking resources. Um, There's so many great resources, podcast-wise, YouTube-wise. Create a little accountability. Have an accountability buddy. If it's a a body thing, have a workout buddy. You can have an accountability buddy, but create that support and that ongoing community. And if you want my support, if you'd like to be a member of my community on a deeper level, I, you know, come reach out to me. I can help you make this dream a reality because I have a beautiful, beautiful community and this is what we're doing in it. And I want it for all of you. So happy, happy 2019. I want you guys to create the exact life that you dream of. You deserve it. It's within reach and I'm here to support you in any way I can. Hey podcast listeners, if you identify with having a strong-willed kid and you're ready to start taking action because enough is enough, it's enough walking around on eggshells constantly and getting all those mumbled one-word answers based on their irritable mood every day in the car after school, go ahead and download the free resource that I made for you to start taking action immediately and creating a happier household. It's mastermindparenting.com forward slash free guide to start taking action today.